Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome aboard. We're excited to be here with Pastor Terry Jefferson. Brother Terry, let me see if I can patch your friend in. I got a special emergency prayer request came through. and Yes, sir. Rather than say, I'll pray for you, we'll just actually do it. Is that okay? Let me yes, see if sir. I can That's get him fine. on. Okay, praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome aboard. We are live. And I'm with Pastor Terry Jefferson, Word of Revelation Church out of Columbus, Georgia. Hello. Brother Tommy, let's do a sound check. Can you hear me? Hey. I can hear you fine, my brother. Okay. Brother Tommy, we're getting ready to do another show, but before we do, um, you came before my face and uh, wanted to get Pastor Terry Jefferson, who's on with me today, to join me, and we pray for your healing. Is that okay? Brother, it'll be an honor. God bless you, Pastor. Praise God, sir. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Tommy, tell us what's going on with you so we know how to pray today. You battling the flu? I had the flu. It has gone into pneumonia. Oh, Lord Jesus. And, um, yeah, you know, they're trying to get me to the hospital. I'm not fighting doctors. I just feel to give the Lord an opportunity through rest and trusting in him. I'm very comfortable here on my couch. Uh, You know, I've got my wife taking care of me, my grandson. I've got my Bibles, the presence of God. And I don't want to go to the hospital if I, if it, you know, if that was necessary. I'm, again, I'm not fighting doctors, so I'm trusting in the Lord moment by moment, second by second. Hallelujah! And the Lord is Amen. good. And he's good, and that's an understatement. He's wonderful. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to pray for you right now, uh, Brother Terry. Do you want to start off for Brother Terry? <clears throat> yes, sir. You want me to go and start off with the prayer? Yes, sir. Amen. Precious Father, right now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ from Nazareth, we acknowledge you as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. 
Father, you said, let your request be made known. Then we request this day, Father, healing in the brother's body. Father, I speak to his lungs. I bind up any demonic attacks on his lungs, on his breathing system. I rebuke and bind and break all curses of any viruses that might be released in his body. Right now, I speak to every spirit of infirmity. I bind up every demonic spirit of sickness and disease. Right now, Father, we claim healing through the power of the Holy Spirit. God, you said by your stripes we're healed. Father, I command that healing to manifest. I command the power of God to manifest in his life. Right now, I speak to what is making his lungs not work right or not function right. I speak to all the demonic spirits that will try to bring infirmity and sickness in his life. I command his lungs to, to operate and come into divine order. Father, I command his body to come into divine order. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, every sickness, every demonic sickness, I command you to leave now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Spirits of infirmity, spirits of sickness and disease, I command that spirit to leave the man of God right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, he said that he's waiting on you. Well, Father, amen, he's trusting in you. And Father, you told us to trust in you with all of our heart. Well, this day, God, we come in agreement, amen, through the power of prayer, amen, the power yes. of the servants of God to come in and petition you. I command those spirits of sickness in his lungs, amen, any demonic disease, any demonic sickness that will cause his, his mind to wonder, anything that will cause a fever, I bind and break that thing now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, you said, not us, you said that you paid the price for us to be healed. It is the children's bread. But Father, we call on you, we draw on you, and we connect with the Holy Spirit to bring healing in our body. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I command his body to just come back into divine order and cast the sickness, the disease, the pain, all the disorder out of his life, out of his body, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Father, we loose the power of that word, amen, that brings life. Thank you, Jesus. We can be a living sacrifice for you. Right now, God, I speak healing. God touches wife, touches family, touches ministry. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for divine healing because your word is a healer. Your word is a keeper. Your word is the one that makes us stand when the enemy has tried to knock us down. I command that demonic, uh, destructive spirit to go now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command every demonic spirit that will try to attack his life or attack his home or attack his family. I break your demonic authority. I break your demonic powers and I command you to be moved and go wherever the Holy Spirit sends you. But yes. right now I speak healing in the man of God. I speak healing in the man of God right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. You said your anointing destroys the yoke. I destroy that yoke of sickness <coughs> and disease. You, I bind up all the demonic stuff that will cause problems where he cannot breathe. I break that curse right now in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Thank you. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, Lord. Be it unto me according to your word, Lord. I thank you, Father. Do this for thine own name's sake. Do this for thy name's sake, for thy glory, O God. We cherish you. We thank you. We praise you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for this. Amen. For thy testimony. Hallelujah. Brother, thank you so, so much for praying for me, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. Man of God, you have a great anointing in your life. I I don't know you, but you got a great anointing in your life. And, and whenever you have that anointing like that, it is the enemy's job to try to silence you. 
because he knows when you speak, things are going to happen because you become the voice that God needs to speak into the lives of his people. And he will fight you like like the word said, he kills, steal, and destroy. It, it, one of the meanings that destroys is to render useless. He tries to bog you down with mess and junk so you can't focus on what God has called you to do. But that can't happen with you because you're highly anointed. I don't know what's going on with you. God ain't really gave me a word about it. But you have a great anointing in your life. You can feel it while you're talking, man. I'm serious. Absolutely. Well, brother, while the the sea may rage around me, there's peace in the ship. Amen. Amen. I agree. I've got such peace, my my good brother. You know, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. I I sit here and I say, Lord, I I I sense such. You know, I I, gentlemen, it's just just such a a goodness of the Lord. And you're right, my friend. You're you already speaking by the word of the Lord. You're you're already the Holy Spirit's talking through you because this is nothing but a distraction. However, having said that, I've turned it into by the grace of God two weeks of a secret place of seeking the Lord that I normally would not have the opportunity to do. But I said, Lord, since I'm here and I'm, I have to rest, I'm just going to press. If I have to rest, I'm going to press. I'm going to seek you. I'm going to trust in you with all of my heart and never lean into my own way of thinking. In everything that I do, put you first and you will direct and show me what path to take. So as I've been seeking him and spending time in the word, time meditating on Jesus's word with wonderful brothers like you brothers, I'm growing, I'm developing, his richness is being poured out on me, and and the word of the Lord, uh, Brother Shannon, is even coming clearer to me. So, gentlemen, I love you, and I thank you so, so much. Shannon, I love you so much, my brother. Brother, I love you too, and I want to tack on to that prayer Amen. before we let you go and rest. Father Yahovah, in the mighty name of yeah. Jesus, I stand in agreement. You said where there are two or three are gathered. You are in the midst. Yes. Lord Jesus, you sent your word and you healed him. I agree with Pastor Terry right now. For healing touch to go forth from the throne Thank room you, to Lord. Brother Tommy. And we bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, Amen. retribution, hindrance wow. or delay that's been coming against you to stop you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we rebuke the spirit of death and destruction. You will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. We command every demonic force to be bound and loose its grip and go right now in Jesus' name. We command any infection or virus in your body to die in the name of Jesus. We command that mucus to clear up from the lungs, all fluid to dissipate, be healed and restored in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Any word curse spoken against you or any witchcraft, we break its power, we reverse and send it back to the demons. In the mighty name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Thank you, Father God. Bless Brother Tommy. And we ask that you guide and direct his steps. Open up mighty doors. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Tommy. Amen. Amen. We love you, brother. Get some rest over there and keep me posted. I will, my brother. And, Pastor, thank you for um, praying for me. I don't know you, but thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is uh, Brother Terry Amen, Jefferson. Gentlemen. I'll connect you to. Yes. He's pastor of Word of Revelation yes. Church out of Columbus, Georgia. 
and maybe at some time oh. you'll have to come through there and uh, preach for Brother Terry. Uh, where are you located at, Brother Tommy? I'm in Florida, but I know I have friends in Macon, Georgia. My good friend, little Richard, I don't know if you remember him, Pastor. Yeah. And when he was serving the Lord, we did great tent revivals together with over 6,000 a night. Amen. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yes. He, <laughs> he was on 6,100 people the first night. I, I And he was on fire for God. And uh, I... Yeah, brother, just he was my friend in Macon in Georgia, from Georgia. He was from Macon. But he backslid constantly because he sought glory, He, you know, and, and he would uh, be on for a while serving the Lord with gladness, but then the money wasn't there and he wasn't getting recognition uh, for the, being the man that started rock and roll. So, you know, he would backslide and try, you know, and, and but he ended five years in the Hilton Hotel in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, serving the Lord with his son on fire for God. Amen. 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 That's exciting. I want to meet him one Amen. day. Amen. You know, Megan, Megan is only about an hour and 20 minutes from me. <laughs> wow. Well, when I, when I knew him back in 1981, I saw him on television and I was a young pastor, and I said, he's so on fire, brother. It's, I mean, breathing word of God flowing from that man's lips when he was in relationship with the Lord. And I told the policeman in my church, I had a large church in 81, I said, go find him for me when he comes to New York, and they did. And I went to the hotel where he was, and I knocked on his door, and he came out in a red robe. And I said, Brother, I'm Tommy Hollihan from the Love Church here in New York, and you're going to be preaching my dead revival. And he hugged me and brought me in, and we became friends. I'll make this short. And uh, opening night, it was a 3,000-seat tent. There were 3,000 on the inside. 3,100 stood around the outside, unable to get in. And the miracle power, the miracle power of God nothing to do with me the manifest glory of god fell on that canvas cathedral and mass thousands not hundreds but thousands were ushered in to the presence of christ and were solidly saved <clears throat> wow and um Amen. that was way way back then my brother and i i knew he was having trouble financially because he was getting a lot of money in hollywood he stepped away from it and he was taking care of his mom so I had, I gave him, the Lord blessed me, I gave him $10,000 for preaching. That was way back in those days. That was a lot of money. And I blessed him because I loved him. I said, I love you as a brother. I'm not paying you. I just give whatever comes in the offerings. I give it to people. I said, but brother, I'm going to bless you because I love you. I know you have a problem with your mom. I said, but you may not, you know, this, you may not have that lifestyle. You may have to give some things up to serve Jesus. And that was, you know, that was the beginning of a wonderful relationship. I never had him back again. He became busy around the world and then he kind of backslid a little bit, but we've always prayed. And at the end, he came back strong for the Lord. What a testimony. Amen. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. That was awesome. Brother Tommy, we love and appreciate you. Yes. Get rest over there, and then we look forward to having you back on again soon, uh, my brother. 
I'm your servant for Christ, Brother Shannon. You know that. You too, Pastor. Love yes, is sir. the greatest. Love is the greatest. Thank you. I feel the quickening power of the Holy Ghost, and I mean that. I'm not just saying that. I feel the quickening of the Lord. Thank you, brethren. God bless Thank you, Brother you, Tommy. We yes, love sir. you. Thank you, sir. I, I love you. I love you. God bless you. Love you too, man of God. Be blessed. Brother Terry, thank you for praying with him. That's a good friend of mine, uh, Pastor Tommy Hollihan, and uh, great brother. And he uh, was going to do a program yesterday, uh, took sick, as he mentioned. And uh, I told him we would pray, and so I wanted to uh, pray for him today, not just uh, do it remote from text. You know, uh, folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here with Pastor Terry Jefferson. Bring the word here in a moment. Brother Terry, you mentioned Macon, Georgia. Um, yes, sir. Did you know that my grandparents, grandmother and granddad Weber on my mom's side, they were called in the ministry in 1955 from Macon, Georgia, and my grandmother was actually called first, and she was seeking the Lord, and the Lord spoke to her. Her name was Wheatus. We named um, our, our little girl after Granny, Jemima Wheatus. Amen. And... Uh, <laughs> Folks, don't be hating on Jemima Pancakes. You know, that was a blessed woman. She was a multimillionaire, by the way. People don't know that. She made a million dollars giving her likeness and recipe to that pancake company, and people want to disenfranchise Jemima. By the way, did you know Jemima was Job's first daughter in the second part of his life when God blessed him more than in the first? And she was one of his three daughters, the most beautiful in the land, and they they received an inheritance from Job. So I don't know why people are hating on Jemima, but that's just a side sermon. Um, <laughs> that's my daughter's name, but uh, back to Granny Wheatus. The Lord spoke to her, Brother Terry, and said, I'm calling you to the mission fields of Texas. Sell everything you got, and you're to leave Sunday night, midnight, no sooner, no later. Now, simultaneously, her brother-in-law, which is my granddad Weber's brother, great-uncle Johnny, was seeking the Lord and was just retiring from the Air Force. He was stationed up at Warner Robins Air Force Base. Uh, or he'd, he'd, he had served his service. He had you know, been in there for his stint. And the uh, Lord called him. So simultaneously, they both got the call to go. And they made the decision that they were going to go to Texas. Well, uh, my grandfather came home to a shock. Grandmother had sold all the furniture, Brother Terry. And he about flipped out. What have you done, Wheatus? She said, I must obey God, Sylvan. Now, are you going with me or are you going to stay right here? Well, uh, make a long story short, they all loaded up and two families and then a couple of her brothers actually tagged along and they set off from Macon, Georgia in 1955 and uh, the Lord took them to Texas. They didn't even know exactly where they would end up, but they would stop along the highway and they would just get out and pray and then one of them would begin to speak in tongues, the other would interpret, and the Lord would give them a, a direction on the highway. They ended up out there in, uh, I think it was called McCurry, Texas. McCurry or Curry, I get that confused. And from there, the Lord set up one divine appointment after the next. They ended up at a church over the Church of God and preached a revival that lasted weeks. And then they were given an appointment. There were two mission churches, one in uh, McAllen, Texas, and another one in another part of Texas. And uh, granddad and grandmother went to one, and Uncle Johnny and Aunt Sula went to the other. And that birthed their Amen. ministry from Macon, Georgia, 
Well, they wanted to get back to George eventually, so God opened the door. They came back to Toombs County down in Lyons, Georgia, and pastored Edmund Chapel. From there, the Lord, after a few years, called them to Warner Robins. They built a church up there, the Warner Robins Church of God, where they're about eight or nine years, and then went to uh, Southside Church of God in, in Jonesboro, Georgia. And, uh, you know, they served the Lord for well over 50, almost 55 years. But Macon, Georgia, I know that place well. I was born in Warner Robins, by the way. So, really? uh, yes, I'm, I'm part redneck. My roots are in Georgia. <laughs> and I told you, I'm part African-American. Now, my skin is white. But didn't I tell you that Martin Luther King Jr. was my sixth cousin? Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And Amen. Rosa Parks, who sat on the back, they wanted her to sit in the back of the bus. She's also my cousin. Now, brother, don't ask me how that happened, but it's in the uh, ancestry, and so praise the Lord for it. I'm black and white, Amen. just Amen. like uh, that Michael Jackson song. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Then we got some Indonesian, we got some Indian, and we got some Vietnamese in the family. So we're like a melting pot, Heinz 57 family. That's my micro sermon. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Brother Terry, thank you. And with that, um, <laughs> I'll turn it over to you, my brother. We love you. You I'm trying open. to get my composure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Lord have mercy. Well, man of God, we got a lot in common. We got so many multicultural things in our family. You know, we got a lot of white people, a lot of black people, a lot of Indians. And, and I'm telling you, even some Cajuns. Wow. Uh, and some of them uh, look white, but they black. And But then you got some uh, uh, that, that some of the, the, the white folks that are literally white, uh, but they got black folks' features. Wow, <laughs> serious! And man, we got so many, so many. And we got some people were like African black. Some of them look like straight white folks. Some of them look like full-blooded Cherokee Indians. Some of them got green eyes. Some of them had blue eyes. Some, a lot of them had hazel eyes. Wow! And, and you, the, the label of hair. We had some with like my granddad had white folks' hair, but my mama had a mixture of of white and black folks' hair. Now my daddy all African hair. He looked real dark. <laughs> Ted Tucker had some Nigerian, some Nigerian hair. You tell me, I run your hand through his hair, you might cut your hand. Man, that Tucker hair was so nappy. <laughs> and mine was the same way. But all my brothers and sisters had hair so soft they couldn't even fix it because it went. It's too soft to work with. It, 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 it's just amazing. But I didn't get those uh, traits because my mama had red hair, and and um and I think red hair is Irish. Man, this lady had red hair wow. and a face full of freckles. Wow. And it's just unreal. And then I seen a picture of her mom. Her mom looked like an Indian. Brother, but that's her grandmama amazing. looked like a white lady. And her great grandmama was, I mean, charcoal black. <laughs> serious. So we got such a diversity in the family. And when we all come together, man, it ain't nothing but love. Nothing but love. This. It's just a blessing, and we got some people that look white, and, and some look real African, but when we get together, man, they're they so glad to be with each other and hug on each other and love one. Man, it's just a blessing. Well, we and all boy, come I from too. Noah, Ham, Sham, and Japheth. We're all brothers and sisters. Uh, Amen. You know, those Amen. tribes spread out to different parts of the, the earth, and you know some places more sunlight than others. 
folks, we're all related. Yeah. And um, I'm telling you. Praise the Lord for that, and thank God for those Cajun people, because without them, we wouldn't have Popeye's chicken. Man, I miss that Popeye's chicken. They had the best biscuits and mashed potatoes and Cajun gravy. You ever had any Popeye's chicken? Yeah, I like the red beans and rice. I ain't oh. no red beans and rice person, mm. but my wife finally talked me into trying. Man, that stuff is good. Lord have mercy. Ooh, I, ooh, I, I used to eat one of those every day on the way to my security job. And I would sometimes <laughs> risk being late so I could get in there and get the double chicken breast. Onion rings, mashed potatoes, and Cajun gravy, biscuit, and a Coke. Praise the Lord. Brother, next time you see Popeyes, please eat one for Omega Man, and I'll just have to live vicariously <laughs> through you. <laughs> Everybody, welcome aboard. <laughs> We're having a good time in the Lord today. God is good. Thank God for KFC also, and uh, some good fellowship. And I'm looking forward one day, brother, to fellowshipping with you when the Lord opens the door and get back to America. You're not far from Atlanta at all. Brother Terry, you want to open us in prayer and the mic is yours. Yes, sir. Father, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, we give our honor and glory and praise unto you. Father, we magnify your name. We glorify your name. We exalt you as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Father, you are the greatest that ever has been and ever will be. There's none comparable to you. You are it. Father, everything has to bow to you. Everything has to worship you. Everything has to confess to you. And Father, you are above all, in all, and through all. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify your name. We glorify your throne. We exalt you as king. We exalt you as the creator of all things. Father, right now, we bless your throne. We bless your power. We bless your might. Father, we bless your people. We ask God that your anointing will break the people free from the bondages of sin. Break your people free from the demonic causes of sickness in their life. Break them free from all the demonic traps that the enemy has got to try to trap them. We loose the fire of God to burn up all the demonic spider webs that's trying to get people stuck. Your word says that we're more than conquerors, and, and amen, that's beyond the norm. Father, we thank you for the victory that you already promised. We ask that you would help us to walk this victory out by faith. Father, we bless the Omega Man Radio right now in the name of our Lord Jesus. God, that you would enlarge that territory, and God, that you would continue to go forward and do the things that, amen, that you would continue to do the things that's needed to hear the voice of God. Right now, we give our honor and glory and praise unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Brother Terry, you take all the time you want. God bless you. Yes, sir. We're going to deal today uh, with the spirit of whoredoms. You have no idea how bad sex is today. Sex is good when you got a husband or a wife, uh, but but when you ain't married, you don't need to be out there hitting it and licking it and getting it and getting gone. You don't need to do that. And and I'm telling you, uh, there are some things are some doorways that are open because of sex that's not going to be closed until you break the curse. It's just how it is. This is why you're living in a time now where they're sexualizing our children. They're, they're sexualizing the preachers and preachers and prophets and apostles. That they're, they're making everything about sex. you got drag queens in churches, drag queens in schools, uh, drag queens in libraries. You have... Uh, masculine women and feminine men and 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 y'all have to understand uh, there's some stuff that's been released in our world because of sexual sin uh that they're going to feel the effects of until the day jesus come our world is full of debauchery our world is full of rape Uh, they have i think about 
I heard this one podcast that said they literally have almost every single year eight million kids that wind up missing. Wind up missing. And the ones that they get, try to get the most are the little blonde head, blue eyed kids. Here, these beautiful little kids, uh, because you got some sicko or psycho uh, thinking that they have pure blood. Uh, they want to, and from what this, this witch was saying, they would torture the kid and keep them alive as long as they can because the more they tortured them and cried and hollered, uh, th- their blood would give them more power. You know what? I don't have no sympathy for nobody like that. You got these kids' lives being snatched away from them because these sick, demonic jokers, and you got these so-called elite people. A lot of them devils gonna fall dead. Man, I felt for them, the Holy Ghost. I mean, they gonna fall dead for what they've done. And they, 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 and you got people that like to have sex with children, and sex is so out of control. They having it with animals. I seen on the news where some idiot was trying to have sex with an alligator, some with dogs. Uh, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Cows, lambs, uh, bulls, and horses. And, and in one case where a dude was trying to have sex with a horse, and that horse kicked him and killed him. He should have did his so ignorant, but it doesn't make sense to defile your life with such derogatory, debaucherous things that you do through sex. A spirit of whoredoms has been released in America. That's why you have more homosexuality being pushed out in the open because it is so sexual. One young man had a, uh, I think he had over 5,000 sex partners. For them to, for, but God saved him. And this fella had to have go, go and have surgery on his anus because it tore some stuff up in there because of all the sex. But he literally got his life back right with the Lord and powerful, I don't even remember that dude's name, but he's a powerful preacher to this day and, and the homosexual community hated him. He wasn't true to the game because he got himself saved, got his life right with Christ. Saints, y'all got to understand how much God loves you. If God didn't love you, you'd be dead and you already be in hell. God's mercy is so strong and so right. And so purposeful, uh, God gives us purpose to live. He gives us purpose to, to, to be happy. He left with us his joy and his peace. And, and, and so when you have people that, that have all this misery and, and craziness in their life, many of them resort to sex to help calm their nerves. They, they resort to sex to help them deal with the issues in their life. But there's a spirit of whoredoms. And, and the word of the Lord says a spirit of whoredoms will mess up or defile a land. I mean, the land. Can you imagine where you got these people today that, that don't even recognize what's going on and they just going out there participating? And I've met so many people that are talking about they like to get drunk. And then when they, after they get drunk, they like to go out and have sex. Well, you know, I ain't never did that. First of all, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't like all this drinking junk. I ain't into all that. But you have to understand there's some things happening in your world that the enemy is using sex to get in place and get the people what, what I mean, literally get the people where he need them. This ain't no joke. This is something we got to pray about. And in and, and Proverbs and, and Leviticus 19 and 29, it, this is the law that he had to pass. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore. Now check this out. Lest the land, the land fall into whoredoms, the land become full of wickedness. 
you got to think about it. Full of wickedness, the land that means whole regions, whole regions. When when you a, a prostitute is 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 a young man or young lady that is defiled, or polluted, or, or, or desecrated through sexual beings, uh, sexual means, uh, ritual sex, uh, the profane. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, it means that they are so polluted, they are so violated. Amen. To, to what what's released in them, and once they get out there and start releasing it more, then the land will come under a spirit of whoredoms. And so you will have uncontrollable sex. I had a young lady tell me that she knew this girl got pregnant by her daddy. He impregnated his own daughter, and he used to molest his own daughter, and she said she had so many problems trying to fight off a sex drive, she got so loose she turned into a hoe. She she turned into a young lady that just just did you know did everything she wanted to do masturbating, anal sex, oral sex, uh, uh, and, and you know it's just she did she couldn't fight off this sex drive, but not knowing the stuff that was done to her as a child opened the doorway to literally mess up her life for the rest of her life. And I pray that she got it together with the Lord. And, and y'all got to understand, you get molested or raped, that's a doorway to sexual sin in your own personal life. Uh, some things you can't fight off because you just don't know how to do it. But God tells you when you get a land polluted with a spirit of whoredoms, you're going to have almost free sex. In, in the 60s and, and all them big old um, music events, I mean, they, it was just like free sex, black women and white men and white men and black women. And, and, and then you had white men and black men and screwing each other and, and white women and black women screwing each other. And then white women on white women, black women. on. You have to hear me. They are not going to recover from this until they repent. God is not going to change anything until they repent. Sexual sin is out of control. And God is trying to save us. You, you'll be amazed how many people are struggling with pornography. Y'all got to understand, it is very easy to struggle with pornography because the eye gates, uh, your eye gates is a doorway. Your ear gate is a doorway. And, and when you use your eye gate and open things up, then the devil has a legal right to come in and do what he can to you or do what he's going to try to do to you because you legally let him in. So you have to ask God, Lord, help me. I would not sit up and be a pornographer. I would not sit up and watch stuff that's, that's opening other doorways in my life. You have to understand me. Sexual sin is on a rampage. And there are so many sexual demons, like the spirit of Lilith. From what I understand, the spirit of Lilith, Lilith was Adam's first wife, which I don't believe. That's just crazy. And it says Genesis 1 is Lilith and Genesis 2 is, is Eve. Uh, which I just can't see that. Uh, but Lilith is supposed to be a vampire spirit, a vampire sexual demon. And you will be amazed how many people channel sexual energy through yoga and meditation and tantra uh, to get the sexual energy needed. They have an orgasm. This goes on all the time. They have what they call these people. They hypnotize you and they put all these people up on the stage and, and they literally hypnotize them to the point of telling them they're having orgasms. Women would fall on the floor. Men would fall on the floor. And some of them would just go through the motion like they're having sex. And, and I mean, just unbelievable. Why in the world would you want to give something that much control over your body? 
and over your mind. You don't do that. You have to fight off sexual sin. You have to fight off wrong desires. You have to fight off looking at the wrong thing, listening to the wrong thing. You have to fight off all this demonic stuff that the enemy will use against you. He might not do it right away, but over the line, over the time until he gets you hooked the way he wants, he, once he gets you hooked the way he wants, he's going to unleash on you. And you have to get to the point, you got to stop having sex with folks just to keep them. You know, I, I know it's like to be married to someone and they want to have sex with you and, and they want to play the little games. You know, you're going to do that. You don't need to be here because I ain't got to put up with you. And I had to tell this young lady, hey, look, you could be replaced. I could go get me another myself. Now you got to put it with your craziness. And 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 but God had to use that to teach me about covenant relationships and covenant marriage and how I had to get control because I didn't want to be like these preachers got 10, 20, 30 women and you know, screwing everything in the church and then fooling around with little girls and so now some of them fooling around with little boys because God showed me you got a lot of preachers, male preachers that had so much sex with women to now they're having sex with men. And so that is unbelievable. That spirit has to be fought through prayer and fasting. That spirit has to be stopped because if you don't stop this demonic power, it's going to get your children. Your children are being indoctrinated by the school system right now. And what God has to do is for you to pray for your children. Father, in Jesus' name, I cover my children. They, their minds will not be sucked in by all this demonic pollution or destructive spirits that's trying to take over their lives. God has to get you to the point where you see what's wrong in your world. God said your whole land can be polluted all because of sex. And who would want to prostitute their daughter to make money? This is what the Lord told me years ago. Uh, follow the money and you'll find the, sin, the most sinful. And that is true. For the love of money is the root cause or the root of all evil. And not money is not the root of all evil. Money is neither good or bad. It's just on how you use it. He said, but the love of, and, and, and you got a lot of people, uh, they do sexual things for money. I was stepping outside my church, giving her to go home one day. And this, this, Young lady, she a rough looking little lady, came up to me and said, um, sir, um, I do sexual favors. I need some money. Is there anything you need around here? I said, well, yeah, there's something I need. We have church service every Sunday. Won't you come in and get some prayer? She said, oh, oh, oh this is a church? Yeah, this is a church. I'm the pastor. And I think it shocked them because I didn't, I didn't do nothing with her. I told her, you know, no, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, you got something you can do for me. No. We're going to lay hands on you and pray for you. And I'm, we cast so many demons out that lady when she came that Sunday. She came one more Sunday after that, and that girl broke camp and would not come back. But you got to hear me. Sexual demons are very real because we cast demons out this one girl, and this girl was vomiting up stuff that looked like sperm. Literally looked like sperm. She already had a a, a fetish for giving you know, oral sex to men, and, 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 and it's like she got off on that. And then, you know, swallowing the, the semen, it's just, oh, my God. So when we cast them demons out of her, she literally, like she was vomiting up semen. One of the girls had been passed around because, uh, y'all got to excuse me for saying this, and I don't mean no harm when I use the term nigger, a, 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 a cracker, a, a bitch, because a bitch is a female dog. And, and that I didn't realize this until the Lord told me there was a spirit called bitch. And, and I'm saying, but God... Because we were dealing with this little girl. And I said, I ain't finna call this girl no bitch now, Lord. He said, no, no, that is the demon. That's the head demon. That's the strong man. 
I said, but why that name? He said, because she's been passed around like a dog. They have had sex with this young child every which way you can. Um, vaginally, sexually, uh, oral sex, making a swallow sperm and all of this. I mean, she was a beautiful girl, nice little bite on her, but her mind was almost gone. A t- still a teenager. And when we attacked that spirit called bitch, she went crazy. Her mom and her dad had to hold her down while we was praying for her. But you have this spirit that is being released against your children and it's causing all kinds of confusion in gender. And and, and y'all got to understand me. Uh, You know this is of the devil because there's only two genders, a male and female. God said when he made them, he made male and female. And when they got married, uh, a husband ought to leave his parents to marry his wife. So he can cleave with her. So and, and this, this prophet of God called me one day. She said, Apostle, this is the revelation that the Lord gave me. Inside of this, the seed of the man is, 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 a, is a release from the Lord to help the woman be a better woman. It helps her, main, her maintain her femininity because something from the man is dropped in her womb and she gives birth to her femininity. Uh, but when a man is, is having sex with another man, and he drops that seed in this man, it's going to make him desire to be a woman, a woman with a womb, but he doesn't have a womb. I said, oh, okay, I see how that works now. So God has to tell you, don't be going out to having sex with somebody that's not your wife or your husband. I'm telling y'all, when they when they wanted to dis, get this thing, um, the same-sex marriage, that it's all about sex. We should be able to have sex with who we want. You can have sex with who you want. But at the end of your life, you're going to be judged. God is going to base you base uh, your judgment on your choices. <clears throat> and so you have to ask God, Lord, help me to make the right choice. Father, help me to do the right thing. God, help me to stand up and do right by you. I'm, I'm telling y'all, this devil really fights you. And he releases spirits to try to get you so you won't read, won't pray, won't fast. He tries to get you spirits to make give you spirits that make you lazy and slothful, not exercise, not eat right. Uh, he, he gives you spirits that will bring so much distraction in your life. When you're reading time, you're watching TV. In your prayer time, you're talking on the phone. You have to get priorities in your life and ask God to strengthen your priorities because you make him your priority. And amen, he will make you the apple of his eye. God loves you so much that he will do what he has to do to make sure you can make it. God is not playing. There is a spirit of Lilith, a spirit of Tantra, a spirit of Incubus and Succubus, a spirit of lust. That's called Yoni magic, uh, a yoga and transfer of sexual energy. That's called Venus frequencies. All this is about sex. All this is literally about sex and what they're releasing. And, and y'all have to understand all this 5G and stuff, all that plays key in it because you got to understand if you got internet in your home, they are putting in your home all the stuff and connected to the stuff, all the demonic spirits. So you got to pray in your home. God told me years ago, he said, Terry, you make sure you tell my people they need to start really praying over their food because they're doing things to the food. They're, they're literally going doing things to your food. I need you to break the curses off the food uh, so that their bodies can, can stay healthier longer. So I'm asking God, Lord, show us how to do this. Show us how to get this thing straight. Show us how to be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. When God gives you that power to stand for him, uh, that means you got to be able to fight off demonic lust. De- demonic lust. And you got to understand, lust leads to whoredoms. 
Uh, lust leads to sexual uh, deviance, sexual debauchery. Uh, lust leads to uh, um, illegitimate pregnancies. It's a, it brings in the bastard curse. And he tells you, if you allow the spirit of whoredoms in your land, it will mess up the whole land because it opens the door to wickedness. And so when you look at Sodom and Gomorrah, you're looking at it all over again. Here, these men, you know, want to go in and have sex with these angels and told Lot, we'll do to you what we're going to do to them. Now, you better let us in. And, you know, I, I praise God for his mercy and his grace. And and the dude and the angels had to pull Lot back in and, and smoke the men with blindness. And even when they're blind, they still wanted to have sex. And they had to tell Lot, look, Doc, you need to get out of here because God finna destroy this place. You need to get your sons or daughters, whatever you got left, and get up out of here. We can't do nothing until you leave. Y'all got to understand, there are certain things God will not do because his spirit of his, the spirit of his um, son is in the servant who makes them righteous, and God will not destroy the righteous with the wicked certain times. Sometimes you destroy the righteous right along with the wicked. Uh, but you have to understand, certain things are not going to happen in territories until God gets his people out. And y'all got to understand me. Uh, I know people talking about the pre-rapture and pre-tribulation and all this. I think you're going to go through the whole tribulation and you're going to, because uh, God ain't going to take you out of here until the last trump. He's got to be at the end. And while God is doing that, this is what, I, from what the Lord showed me and what I understood he was telling me is that that tribulation is going to be a big separation period for the wheat and the tares. And y'all got to understand this thing is real. If a third of the angels fail, you know what a third of the angels is? That's about 33%. And the highest level of witchcraft, in, the, in one of the highest levels of witchcraft in the world is the Masonic Lodge. And you can go up to 33 degrees. And when you got that sitting in the house of God, you got a goat in God's house. God's righteousness is recognized by the Lamb of God. Unrighteousness is recognized by a goat, but a goat looks like a lamb. Both of them are called kids. So you have this spirit of the goat operating in, in so-called a so-called righteous place, but they're raping and pillaging and destroying and putting in bondage through religion. God is not pleased. God said, I'm coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, blemish. That sexual sin is a big spot, wrinkle, and blemish. You have to hear me. You got to fight off sexual sin. You got men. I had to tell men this. You can be laying up in the bed, hugging your wife, sleep, and have a wet dream. I have a sexual dream about another woman. Any man that is having dreams of having sex with other men, you're under a spirit of attack from a homosexual demon. A homosexual demon. Uh, when I used, to, I used to think that the incubus, succubus, was two separate demons, but from what Dr. Shepard told me, she said, no, that is one demon that have the capability to, to have sex with a man or a woman. That's not two separate, that's one demon. I said, well, Mother, I didn't know that until she gave me the revelation on that. And, and y'all got to understand, when you sit with, when, you know, after so many times of sitting with Dr. Shepard, she was so busy. I mean, she was so busy. If you could call uh, and talk to her, you blessed. I was very fortunate. She answered my call most of the time. <laughs> Amen. And she sent me so many books. Uh, she was an awesome, awesome woman of God. She was the only servant of God that came through Word of Revelation. When she came in, everything in there were casting out. They, 
from me, first lady, all of us are spitting up demons. I said, oh, my God, what have we brought in here? The great anointing of the Most High God through the servant of God. And I tell you, it blessed me so much because when I started getting more understanding of how these sexual demons have been released, it was just amazing because when she gave her testimony in our church, she said that Frank Marzullo Sr. was the one that prayed over her. And they said they prayed over her for what, by six hours? And before they got them demons out and said, ever since she went through that deliverance, she started levitating, coming off the ground, said God started sending her people with sexual problems. And when we went out to Texas in Beaumont, uh, Pastor Jim, I, I gave Pastor Jim my class, and I was going to do it. Mine's on sexual sin. The Lord told me sexual sin. And we went out there, and, and man, I tell you the truth. When I taught that class on sexual sin, oh, hell broke loose. And Pastor Jim said, well, Apostle, if he hadn't taught that class, it wouldn't have been so bad. But, man, we was at three or four hours in one class casting out demons because of sexual sin. And Dr. Shepard, we, you know, I'm tired and ready to go to the room and rest. Dr. Shepard, every time we about done, another person, Dr. Shepard, come on here. You need to come into this class. This, this pastor going to pray for y'all. And me and Pastor Mary, we was in there another three or four hours because Dr. Shepard kept bringing people in that needed deliverance. And you know what's amazing is when you get young kids that's full of these sexual demons and they don't know how to fight it. Parents ain't got a clue about what's going on with their kids. And you got to hear me. If you don't challenge these demons that are fighting your children, your children could be confused about their gender. Your children could com- com- be confused about their maleness or their fem- femaleness. God needs you to teach your child what's right and what's wrong. He needs you to teach your child what's male and female. He needs you to teach your child what's clean and unclean. And I'm telling y'all, this spirit of Lilith. Is, is a very popular demon, especially with young vampire worshipers, <clears throat> especially with young people. Because, uh, and you know how they play with Dracula. He has this, this thing about him that makes women just want to automatically have sex with him. I'm like, man, this, I, I never thought that until God really opened it up to me. Some man, this, this, this demon has a, a spirit that is released and connect to women uh, to make him, uh, to make them want to have sex with him. Well, you know, times have changed because even the media has changed. Now you got gay vampires. You got zombie vampires. I'm serious. You got zombie strippers. It's unbelievable. God is not playing. He's getting ready to come back. We got to continue to pray for each other. We got to continue to stand in the gap for one another. If we don't stand up and help each other fight, we're going to fall and we're going to lose. God is telling you, sex ain't no joke. And if it's released over land, that land will be defiled or polluted because of the sexual spirits that's been released in it because the people cannot control their sex drive. Cannot control this. You got to understand, pedophilia deals with sex. Point blank deals with sex. I want to read some to you from Proverbs. Amen. This, this is wild. Listen to this. this. This ain't no joke here. Proverbs 7 and 21. It says, with her much fair speech, she caused them to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. So what, what did it take? Talking the right way? And he yielded. Pumping him up and get him, getting him going. And it's almost like she was forced. She forced him to do it. That, that 
that word force means I'm impelling you. I'm 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 forcing you. I'm 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 getting you to the point where you can't refuse. If if you flatter someone, uh, you, you got to understand uh, that deals with taking over a territory. I'm talking you into what I need because once you let me in, I take over the territory. It, it, it shows my possession of this territory. And if you let me flatter you, you let me in. And, and, and the way they flatter you is with smoothness or, seduct- or seductiveness. They will seduce you. You have to hear me. This devil has a way of, of, of getting to you. And you become a part of the flatterer's inheritance because you let them in. So God is trying to show you that you got to stop letting these jokers talk into doing something that ain't right. It says he, he goes out there straightway as an ox goes to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of stocks. Till a dart strike through his liver as a bird hastens to the snare and knoweth not that it is for his life. It, it's a shame. This talks about death that comes from all these demonic spirits of sexual intoxication. And it talks about killing you. It's like going to a bird knowing that I'm going, I'm going to fly into this trap even though it's going to kill me. Even though I know it's going to kill me, I'm still going to fly into it. You, you, you got to hear me. Look, look at verse 26. This is this unreal right here. This is unreal. Saints of God, we got to wake up. We got to start praying. Listen to what it says in Proverbs 7 and 26. For she has cast down, cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Let's put that in layman's terms. You got a lot of strong brothers that was taken out by sex. Samson was one of them. Strongest man there ever was. Little old, little old woman called Delilah. Cut his hair. Broke his vow. Sexed him up a little bit. And she wanted her money. She got him through sex. Look at David. A man after God's own heart. He loved God. But he loved sex too. And he failed. Because of sex. Look, look at that Adam. The, the probably uh, even Solomon. Solomon, what the smartest man, the wisest man, but yet he failed to sex because they had a thousand, you know, a thousand women. Adam, the first man, and I would tend to believe that Adam knew more than than Solomon, but he failed for sex. He's going, I ain't gonna get rid of my woman. And this this old fine sexy thing. I don't know if he did nothing with her. I doubt if he did anything with her, but because they wasn't in sin, and after the sin came, the sex came. And that's when the children were born in sin. Sex ain't no joke. You have to take your walk serious about what you're going to do for the Lord. I'm telling you, you are going to be seconds. Disregard that. Man of God, I'm sorry. No, no, sir. I got another okay. half hour available for you. Disregard that. Keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to give it a go and close it out. Uh, y- y'all have to, you have to hear me. There's some stuff that is going on right in plain sight. You got people today, they got this fetish of having sex with kids. Who would want to do that? When I was in the military back in 82, I didn't even know they made movies um, that with child pornography. I didn't even know that existed. I was in the, the, the break room up there in, in Anchorage, Alaska, in the barracks, and this cat came in and put a, a VCR tape in. It was a 
pornographic tape of their kids. I said, man, these are kids. For some reason, he got off on that. Look, bro, this ain't my thing. Now, I probably watched me a little bit when a big old juicy woman on there, where she can be fat or skinny. She, she, it's just a woman is a woman. But kids? No, that ain't me. I got up and walked out. I did not even know stuff like that existed. I did not know some people get, get a big, they got a big fetish and fool around with kids. You sick. You are sick. Had I heard this one podcast just broke my heart. Broke my heart. This American doctor flew to, I think it was the Philippines, to a brothel and was going to have sex with a five-year-old girl, and he couldn't do it. She was just too small. I was listening to Alex Jones and one of their shows about, um, said these doctors from the, the guys that are over in Mexico, the, the, the border wars and all of this, said that they got a little girl from over there. They had to take this baby to the doctor. And they found in this eight-year-old child 67 different profiles of men. This baby had been raped over 67 times. They said that they didn't, she didn't cry. She didn't holler. She had hollered so much and cried so much, her vocal cords was gone. You got to be sick if you do that to a child. And God said that it was better that a millstone was hung about your neck and you was cast in the midst of the sea. So there was a death pronounced on folk that mess with children. That mess, and they're doing it all the time. God said, if you, if you cause your daughter to prostitute, you bring chaos to the land. And then Proverbs 7 said, if you are not careful, I don't care how strong you are, you will be taken down because of a sex drive. <laughs> because of a sex drive. Sex is good and fine and dandy and all of that when you got your right woman or your right man and, and a husband and a wife team. But that will be your downfall and your ticket to hell. I'm telling y'all, that is a ticket to hell. For she has cast down many wounded and yea, many strong men have been slain by her. But check this out. Her house is a way to hell. Going down to the chambers of death. You mean to tell me you're willing to give your soul up for sex? God is not playing. I'm telling you, God is not. In, in, in Galatians, this, this ain't no joke. This did let you see just how messed up stuff is and how you got to start working on getting yourself together and stop playing around. In, in Galatians chapter 5, in, in verse 16, listen to this. It, it says, This I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You got to get in the spirit of God so your flesh cannot make the rules over your life. For the flesh lusted. It wants control against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So there's a constant battle in you for control over you. Your, your, the spirit of God is fighting to help you keep control through his power. And it says the spirit is against the flesh and these are contrary. They're different. They're not going to come in agreement. That one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. The reason you can't do what you're supposed to because you're getting in your flesh. But if you be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh, it says these are the works of the flesh. This is what manifested. This is what people are going to see. This is what's going to show up in your life. It said, which of these? The first thing he deals with is sexual sin, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. And, and, and y'all got to understand, there's a lot more to adultery than going out and cheating on your husband or your wife. And there's a lot more to, to uh, sexual intercourse or uh, uh, fornication 
than just going out having sex with somebody that you ain't married to. Because you can apply fornication to masturbation. Uh, you can you can pour, apply it to uh, pornography. You can apply it to all these different fetishes. But when you t- you talking about un- un- uncleanness, it, that's physical. You you just nasty. You want to get out there and have all this sex. Don't shower. Don't bathe. Don't do nothing. Uh, you're willing to have any kind of sex, licentious. Sex, I mean, any kind of sex, uncleanness. And and if you're a prostitute, that spirit is on you. You are morally, I mean, morally destroyed. You are impure. You have impure motives. And then you look at the word lasciviousness. That deals with unbridled lust. I mean, it's just outrageous lust. Shamefulness. A a shamelessness. Amen. And you have to hear me. That deals with sexual sin, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. And and then it goes into idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, stripes, additions. You got to understand me. When you are caught up in an idolatrous temple, it deals with sex. And witchcraft deals with sex. When you deal with hatred and you got to understand to belittle some women or some men, they're raped. They take, they demasculize men by raping them. Saints of God, we have to stop this demonic sexual encounter that is being released against our world. We got to pray against that. Uh, this spirit of Lilith, Tantra, Yoga, all this demonic transfer of sexual energy. Father, we bind that in the name of Jesus. When when you are lonely, you gonna won't have you gonna want to have sex. And I, I couldn't believe TV Jakes, this ignorant man. This is a very ignorant man. Uh, very good preacher. He has a great anointing on him, but he is a very ignorant, ignorant, ignorant man. This joke talking about a woman, you know, getting. Uh, uh, Sitting in her bath and listening, to her, got up some candles burning and 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 listening to her little nice jazz music. That is a setup for masturbation. I went to a church and this lady, you know, the people that sell at churches, they they like they sell you know different things at churches. This lady was was selling, making stuff possible for you to get dildos, creams to help your sex better. In the house of God, come on, have we got that bad? Yes. Yes. God is not playing. We are running out of time. Jesus is on his way back. And we have got to fight against this demonic stuff that is being released against the people of God. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we bind up all these demonic sexual demons that's been released. We bind up all this demonic homosexual spirit that has overtaken our nation and our world. We bind up all the demonic debauchery that's been released against our children. Father, keep the minds of our children that we will not be confused about their gender. We bind up all the demonic indoctrination of our children. We bind up all the demonic stuff that's been released from the so-called elite. Father, let these devils know this is your world. These are your people. Amen. You said you own the cattle on a thousand hills. You own all the gold and the silver. God, you said every soul is yours. So they can't make judgment on nobody. Right now, we bind up all the demonic mind control spirits that's been released against the people of God and against our world. We bind up all the demonic seduction spirits, lust spirits that's been released against the people of God. We bind up this adultery spirit going through churches. 
Oh, my God, this whole migrant spirit, we bind it in the heavens and in the earth. And right now, Father, we pray for the people of God. God, have mercy. We cannot cease to ask you to have mercy and strengthen your people for what they're getting ready to go through. Right now, we bind up all the demonic setups, all the demonic witchcraft curses and incantations being released against the people. God, shut the mouth of the lion. That your people can be able to walk and talk and breathe the way that they're supposed to. Father, we bind up all this demonic sacrifice, the snuff films with children in them. We bind back demonic power now. Father, we loose the anointing to expose wickedness and not only expose it, punish those that are taking the lives of your people. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we bind up all the demonic charismatic witchcraft that use sexual demons to create spirit husbands and spirit wives. We bind that in the heavens above and the earth beneath. We bind up all the demonic false love, uh, false caring. We bind that up now in the name of the Lord Jesus, and we loose that anointing to break yokes of bondage. We bind up all the demonic spirit that would enter because of rape or molestation or rejection. We bind that spirit. We bind up the anger and the bitterness and the hatred that comes because of curses and open doorways. That created the curse. Father, we bind that thing up right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We bind up all the demonic. There's someone, this is what the Lord just spoke. You have got to forgive. You have got to forgive. You, what, what was done to you was just crazy. You was about five years old when, when this was done. You couldn't say nothing because you didn't really know what was going on. But God said, you got to forgive the folk that did this to you. And it was a family member. You got to forgive the folks that did this to you. And, and what, what makes it hard, because you see them all the time, and they thought that you were so young that you forgot, but you didn't. You just ain't said nothing. But you got to forgive and pray for that person that God won't kill them. You got to pray for them. You got to, and that someone, God said, you got to continue going because uh, this devil is doing everything he can to shut you down, but you got to press in. Uh, you have got to continue to go forward in the things of God because you're making a difference in, in the lives of, of the people of God. You cannot stop. They have done everything they can to shut you down. They've done everything they can to make it difficult for you. Amen. But you always bounce back. Keep going. Don't stop. Uh, you're walking by faith, not by sight. You're walking by faith, not by feeling. Amen. You're walking by faith, not by what other people say. God said, I'm the one that has made a way for you. I'm the one that has kept you going. I'm the same one that protects you. Well, amen. They have not just come in and destroyed you or your family. God said, I'm your protection. I'm your strength. I'm, I'm your covering. I'm the one that you need. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You, there was a little boy. Um, these jokers literally raped you. They literally raped you. Um, these these weren't family members, but they was friends of your family. They raped you when you was a little boy. I mean, physically, anal sex where they raped you, and they had they got their little rock claws and had a grand old time. Some older boys, uh, but it opened all kinds of doorways in your life. But you never gave in to the homosexual spirits, even though they came at you. Left and right. And you still have to fight off this demonic power that's released against you because of what happened to you when you was a child. But you got to forgive. You got to pray for healing. You got to pray for God to come in and wake these people up and, and make them start testifying of the, the craziness they used to do and how God can save people because they did some wicked things and God saved them and turned them away from the wickedness. 
Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for this young man. I pray for the strength of the Lord right now, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you would keep him strong, keep him up, keep him focused. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for the power of God to break in his life and to break forth and bring victory in his life. There's someone you you need a job real bad, and you got to get one within the month. Well, God is opening that door for you, and you're going to get that job. Uh, the Lord said, remember what he's done for you. Remember the doors that he's opened for you. Amen. Uh, and he's going to continue to bless you, but you got to obey him. Because when things start going good, you start getting off beat and off track. You got to stick with the Lord. Amen. You just can't come to him when, it, when stuff is bad. You need to really stick with going. Father, we pray for this person right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And pray, God, that your word would have dominion in their life. And God, no matter what they go through, God, you would keep them strong and healthy and wise. Thank you, Father. And and that's a lot of people. Uh, you are you're struggling because of sexual sin. That's some. That's a young lady. You you're with a young man, and he's having all kinds of crazy sex with you. You love him, but he don't love you. And he's using you. You ain't nothing but a sex pot for him. You need to put this joke. If you're gonna keep drinking the milk from your cow, he better marry you. If he's gonna come into the pastor with you, he needs a ring. Father, we bind up this demonic spirit husbands and spirit wives. Uh, that's one through witchcraft. We break the bride of Satan. We break that demonic power off of the women of God. Uh, God, we bind up all the demonic homosexual desires, same-sex desires. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lose the weapons of God's warfare to attack homosexuality spirits. These homosexual demons that's trying to force their way into our lives and our children's lives, we bind and break those demonic powers right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to show y'all how, how mad this devil gets. We we prayed for a young lady. Um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, a couple of Sundays ago, we was praying for her, and we cast so many demons out of this baby, out of this young lady. To me, she, she like my daughter, even though she's in her 30s. Uh, uh, we cast so many demons out. Now, this Sunday, we, we cast so many demons out of this young lady. And she was vomiting and everything else. And, and it's amazing. Uh, she was getting delivered and getting free. She's had a very hard life. Uh, if I can, I'm going to get her. Come on here and testify. And, 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 but that Monday, a tree fell on her house, broke through her roof. Hit this girl in the head, and now she has a concussion. This devil was so mad because God wants to use her because she can help so many people. But God is doing a, a thing. He's empowering his people to get up and to go forward. And, and y'all got to understand, uh, one time we let a young lady by the name of, uh, a young lady, a young minister of ours named Andrea, uh, she talked about being gang raped. And what it did to her, it messed her up. And it's amazing. Uh, we had to deal with a house where we had two sisters was being raped by the same cat. But they didn't know it until they got to be adults. Met another thing where two sisters was getting raped by the uncle, but they didn't know it until they got to be adults. Saints of God, this, this is very real. And you have to fight against this demonic stuff that's being done to you as a child. Uh, you got to ask for God's protection of you and your child so that this devil just can't come in and have his way with you. As God builds you up, he's going to break you free from this sexual control that, that was almost coming. That that movie Black Snake Moan, that, that is real. 
because I preached about that before the movie came out. I didn't know that they had a movie out about it uh, because uh, uh, a woman of God called me and said, Pastor, remember you you preached this this about this spirit like a serpent that comes on women and they get the burning between their legs and they get this the overwhelming desire for sex. Uh, I said, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that uh, message quite quite well. She said, well, there's a movie out called Black Snake, Black Snake Moan. That movie depicts what you preached about. And when I finally watched the movie, I said, oh, my God, this 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 is exactly what I preached about. It probably about a year before the movie came out. And so this spirit is released against women and that thing hit them and they got to have it. And any brother that's in in in, in shot of them, he game because he's going to get him some. Saints of God, we got to come together and we got to do it now. We are running out of time. We're not going to be here forever. World War Three is on the way. God showed me our land overtaken with, with like tigers and bears everywhere. Shoot, killing people in the streets. God showed me they going. I don't know how they're going to do this, but they're going to take your guns. So you can't trust in your gun. You got to trust in God. One woman of God told me they was running for their life. They ran into this house, and, and these people was one run, going around trying to make people take this this mark. And since they wouldn't take it, they're killing them dead in the street. They ran in there and ran upstairs and got in a closet. Said they came in the room where they was, but when they looked around the room, they never even seen the closet. They just seen a blank wall. God supernaturally protected them. And we're going to have to trust God to protect us until it's time for us to die. Because God showed me most of the saints are going to die before he raptures what's left out. So y'all better, y'all better get ready. Y'all better get ready. Hard times are coming, and you got to have the this, this strength of the Lord in your life to make it through these times. But I'm telling you, it's coming. Uh, man of God, I, th- I think that's about it. Uh, I'm serious. Brother, I, I got to get ready to run anyway because I'm getting some stuff done this to my house. A, <laughs> they, I think they're going to be showing up here soon. This is a powerful word. As we're closing, does the Lord have anything for Omega Man tonight? Any word? Keep going. Okay. Man of God, this devil want to shut you down. You're doing a lot more damage than what you can see. God has not let you see just how how he's moving through the, the, the format that he has through you. Uh, this devil literally wants you shut down because so many people are listening. They don't always call in, but they're listening. And, but I'm telling you, times are going to get harder, and they're going to start calling for prayer. So, man of God, don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. This devil literally wants Omega Man off the air, but he can't do that. He can't. He don't have the power to do that. You are doing an awesome work. Everybody don't agree with you. You're going to be attacked by some church folk who ain't got no sense and, and don't really know what's going on. They ain't seeing in the spirit. Uh, they, they're being a carnal. But you got to stay focused on what God has called you to do because not everyone has the intellect to navigate through something like this and still get the word out. So it takes a special anointing from God to be able to go in and still come out. So, man of God, you got to keep going. It's important that you keep going because they got to get the word. I receive um, that. They got to get the word. Praise God. Thank you, brother powerful time in the Lord with Pastor Terry Jefferson as we're closing. Brother Terry, how do people reach you in your ministry and how can they support it? Hey Amen. You can just reach us at wordofrevelationministries.com uh, uh, Apostle Terry Jefferson. Uh, we're located in Columbus, Georgia at 3941 
uh, Casita Road in Columbus, Georgia. Remember our house used to be a, our church used to be old strip club. They were coming and called Chocolate City. They was coming to get some chocolate. No, seriously. But now they're coming to get clean through the Holy Spirit. Amen. The number at the church is 706-689-9004. You can call us. We own, we own every Sunday on Facebook. Um, we, the young cat that puts us on, um, YouTube, it just got married. We did his wedding a, a, a few days ago, and so he's on vacation, so it might be a minute before we get back up to get back on YouTube, but you more than called to welcome us. You can, uh, I think we have a, a PayPal account, a cash app account. I, I don't know how to do all that, but I think they have that, so if you want to sow into the ministry, God will bless you. I'm telling you, you're sowing in the good ground. Trust me, we know what it's like to be fought, I mean fought tooth and nail. We have prayer meets where the power of God will fall so strong. And the next day they didn't broke the windows out of our van, broke the windows out of the front of our church. Cause they don't want us to, they want, they're trying to make us stop praying, but we ain't going to do that. We have a responsibility from God. And so we're going to keep going. And I encourage you, uh, keep going. I don't care how bad it gets you. I don't care if you have to crawl, you keep going. You just don't stop. And y'all can, y'all can reach us. But if y'all call and leave your name and number, make sure you talk slow because it's a lot of times you talk so fast and and some people when i call them back sometimes they leave the number like on a on a on a monday and sometimes i can call them back on a tuesday and and and, and then i have to spend a lot of time because they're crying and and just so excited about me calling them back out you know i'm i'm, I'm rather just gonna get to the point because it's sometimes there's so many people that i have to talk to in the course of a day but uh you know i take the time for you uh one lady she gave me such a compliment she said she was scared to call me and she was talking to the Lord about it because she said she's dealt with so many preachers that are just so, just so mean and, and so impatient. And she said, the Lord told her, but he's not like that. He'll take time for you. And so she called me and I, I think I was on the phone with that lady for about an hour and a half. I had such a lovely time just talking to her and encouraging her. But listen, sometimes I can't spend an hour and a half with you on the phone because I just, I don't have the time. But what what little time I have, I will give that to you and try to pray with you. We just did so much deliverance over the phone. Sometimes you tell them, you ain't really got to come down. We can just pray for you over the phone and, and God, God can help you. And I mean, some of the, ooh, the wildest deliverance been over the phone. <laughs> I'm serious. We had one cat. He was barking like a dog, howling like a dog. Now, mind you, it's over the phone. And he said, I don't know what that was. But when you came against this one spirit called the dog, man, I was growling. I said, okay, well, at least we got you free. At least the Holy Spirit got you free. But listen, man, God, I got to go and run. Love you, my brother. do some stuff to my house here. Thank but you thank for you, coming man, on God, today. for allowing me to come on today and be a service to the, to the people of God. We'll see you soon, Brother Terry. We love you, brother. God bless you. Love you too, man. God be blessed.